here. This is Joyce with Quiet Talks on the Gospel. Today is January 27, 2021, and the title for today is Growing Old Gracefully and the Battle Hymn. You can find me on my blog which is whatwouldajesusgirldo.com. This post is in remembrance of my daddy, Warren Vanskoy. He passed away last Saturday, January 23rd, at the age of 98. Daddy was the first person I ever heard say, old age is not for sissies. Mm, Boy, do I understand that now. When he worked at the phone company and there was a problem, the operators who called were so glad that he was the one that was on call. He took down their information and moved on in stride, plus didn't get upset and yell. He didn't talk a lot, but when he did, it was definitely worth listening to. He always had a quiet, even temperament until the very end when dementia set in. Then he could be testy. My stepmother took exceptionally good care of him. She was somewhat younger than Daddy, and Daddy told me himself, I'm gone first this time. He meant my stepmother would outlive him. My mother died at age 50. Then Daddy remarried, and his second wife, who was remarkable in many ways, also died. I never heard the words, shut up, come out of his mouth. A few times when my two siblings, April and Doug, and I were in the back seat of the car, and being too loud, he would say, dry up. I would then proceed to make myself smaller and whisper, shrivel, shrivel, shrivel. When we kids wanted to know the amount of something, he would say, Steen, for the answer. And if we asked him where he was going, he would say, To see a man about a horse. He was also heard to say, When I say jump, don't say why, ask how high. He came to know Jesus as a young man, crossing the ocean for his military service in World War II. With time on his hands on that ship, he read through the Bible and became a believer. Now next on my blog is a picture, and underneath it says, Mary and Joseph bring the Christ child to the temple. Simeon recognizes Jesus with the help of the precious Holy Spirit. 
Simeon was elderly, but we don't know his actual age. Speaking of the Bible, Simeon in the New Testament, Luke 2, verses 21 through 35, Joseph and Mary brought the baby to the temple in Jerusalem. The purpose was to present him to God. At the temple door was Simeon. The Holy Spirit had promised Simeon that he would see the Lord's Christ before he died. Others may have given up waiting on the Messiah, but not Simeon. All his life he had waited for this moment. Simeon took the infant in his arms and praised God. The parents marveled at his words as he prophesied about the child. Simeon foretold that the thoughts of many hearts would be revealed. Simeon knew he could now die in peace because he had seen the consolation of Israel. He could die now. In his own arms, he had held Christ the Lord. It's in a big green field and a lovely sunrise or sunset, Underneath it says, Civil War Cannons at Antietam, Sharpsburg, Battlefield, and Maryland. The Battle Hymn of the Republic was Daddy's favorite. He wanted it to be sung at his funeral, and it will be at Graveside Service this coming Saturday. He even wrote out his own obituary many years ago. Then I put the words on for the Battle Hymn of the Republic, and at the end of the blog post is a video of Lee Greenwood, a country singer, singing. I wanted you to know how it came to be, the song. It was written by Julia Ward Howe, a leader in women's rights and an ardent foe of slavery. She and her husband were both crusaders for political and moral issues of the day. In 1861, during the darkest days of the Civil War, the Howes visited Washington and Julia toured a nearby Union Army camp on the Potomac in Virginia. There she heard soldiers singing a tribute to John Brown, who had been hanged in 1859 for attempting to lead an insurrection of slaves at Harper's Ferry. It was called or it said, John Brown's body lies moldering in the grave. The music was rousing, but the words needed improvement. Do you agree? Julia's pastor, who accompanied her, asked her to consider writing new and better verses. That night, after the house retired to their room, 
at the Willard Hotel, the words came. Julia gave her song to a friend who worked at the Atlantic Monthly. The magazine published it in February 1862, sending Julia a check for $5. Julia was irrepressible. When she was 90, she wrote a friend about the good work which I have yet to do. She died October 17, 1910. She was 91 years old. Mind how you go. You know why? Because the Lord minds how you go. And he minds how I go. So until next time, Lord bless you. And bye.